Thanks for tuning in and listening to Riley on Film. I am Damian Riley, your ghost host. While you're here, I hope you got your horrors worth. Find out more and subscribe, only not in that order, at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome to my review of The Wolf of Snow Hollow. I'm Damian Riley. This interesting director's name is Jim Cummings. He did Thunder Road. He's a new director with a lot of energy. Unfortunately, I hated his portrayal of the sheriff. He's slight and he seems to lash out uncontrollably for no reason. That's not really developed. Why? I attribute that to a writer, actor, director taken on too much but that doesn't stop the cult praise I see big scores for this film all over even on letterbox which impresses me since so many of our respectable amateur film critics and pro too like myself meaning amateur like myself live there I think the first real werewolf movie I saw by the way if you want to look me up on letterbox I'm get this Riley on film over there so look me up add me it's a really fun thing over there when you get together with other movie lovers and check their lists out and stuff it's a great way to find movies to watch and put them on your watch list i think the first real werewolf movie i saw was silver bullet written by stephen king that movie will always rock in my memory gary Busey was the goofy uncle and the werewolf is one of the scariest anyone could have ever assembled in a film in my opinion. People in their teens and 20s might find it hard to believe that there were werewolf movies prior to Twilight. Probably the most outlandish of which is An American Werewolf in London. If you're a horror fan who hasn't seen it yet, you should. Let me take a bird walk here though for a few words about Silver Bullet. It's comedic irony in a horror film like no other film. Silver Bullet is another werewolf film. It's just been lost on a new generation, somewhere in the archives. We have Stephen King's new It, but his old It is lost in the archives. Silver Bullet is horror with an Americana feel to it. King created a solid story here that has stood the test of time for me. Watching it 30 years later, I still hide my eyes a few times, remembering terrified sleepovers from my youth in front of the TV. The plot is fairly simple, but that works well for the film. A werewolf brings terror down on a small town American city. The protagonist is Marty, a paralyzed boy confined to a wheelchair. The other two main characters beside Marty are his sister and uncle. They don't believe what he's telling them about the horror he sees. Along the way, you get small town diners, 80s decorated homes, picnics, and scary legends all coming to life before your eyes. Oh yeah, the girl from Anne of Green Gables is his sister. And I've always thought she was hot. Most of all King's movies have somewhat of a sing-song vibe to them. The Shining being an exception. I remember reading The Stand in high school and Firestarter, and there were pages devoted to oldies tunes. King has a knack for making sing-song wholesome images terrifying that way. Silver Bullet falls right along in that style of his. A character worth noting is Marty's uncle, played by the indefatigable Gary Busey. He is pure fun to watch on screen. When I see him in movies like this or the Buddy Holly story, love that one. I can't help but wonder if the character was written just for him. 
He has an attitude in real life that shows through in most of his characters. When facing a werewolf, you definitely want Busey with you. In the interest of preventing spoilers, I won't go into too much plot detail, on this movie anyway. Suffice it to say, Silver Bullet is a well-crafted movie adapted from an amazing story by an established and world-famous horror writer. It reminds me of the 80s in its purity and innocence, even though it is a bit sing-song at times with its focus on an American town, it pulls no punches for being a frightening movie, including clever effects. Every time I watch it, I see something more. Another detail, the werewolf movie genre may have evolved since the 80s, but we can always travel back and get a glimpse of what it was with Silver Bullet. But this film is no Silver Bullet. To be fair, but this film is no Silver Bullet. To be fair, it doesn't try to be your typical werewolf film. It struggles to keep verisimilitude, which is a necessary element for scares. I yelled at the TV, there is a woof or what? Let me just say I was disappointed with the film's response. I think there is a cult favorite rising here for multiple reasons, all complimentary to Cummings, and I know RogerEbert.com really liked it. I give that a lot of credence. I love that site. Love Roger Ebert. Still, the editing is piss poor. The choices for cuts and scene setups is horrendous. I even read, actually on Roger Ebert, that the editing was amazing. I have to disagree with that one. It jumped all over the place. There's scenes where the sheriff is in the car talking to someone outside of the car. And it's just so choppy. It's not fluid. They, I don't even know how many cameras they used. But it's just way out there and not done well. One thing I will touch on, but I don't think I really have any grounds to say it, is that what is up with the almost prosthetic teeth of the writer-director Cummings? It seems like when he's talking, especially if you look in the diner, you can really see his, his canine teeth. It's almost like they're accentuated. I mentioned it to my daughter. She's 13. She said, Dad, I think that's just how his teeth are. So... I could be wrong on that one. We all have them. I'm licking mine right now. We all have them, but his seem very pronounced. But that's just me. Normally, I have straight up respect for any director who also plays those roles. But in this case, I couldn't buy the sheriff and his ex-alcoholism slash deadbeat dad well-trodden before plot trail. At one point in a diner, the sheriff explains to his ex-wife in front of their son that he's trying to pace himself so they wouldn't set the bar too high for him. Well, she scorns back, our bar is extremely low. Maybe he was hoping that our bar would be low for this werewolf movie. This film is getting a lot of praise, as it should, but I don't think the film is the director's stunning horror debut, nor is it his incredible opus. Could be to start it. Of course, it's not his opus. He's just burst onto the scene in this werewolf film, however, he hasn't spent too much time on the werewolf, which is okay since it turns out to not be worth doing that anyway in the plot. At the end of the plot. I'm trying to give away the ending, but I'm not going to do it. The story has a strained dark humor, and it smacks of the Coen brothers at times. If this director has a vision for this tone, though, he hasn't fully achieved it in this low-budget film. Many people respect these two films he's done. So I suppose I should withhold final judgment. But I am curious what this director will do next. There is a quasi-bar fight 
where the buff tough guy eating in a diner gets offended by the local trash and then insults them this is a powerful scene i couldn't help but remember though i was watching b-list actors reading from their stapled script i'm not sure why perhaps it was the writing more than the directing the timing of this film just seems off I, for some reason, suspect the wolf canines are meant to throw us off that the wolf isn't real. The only thing about distracting clues like that is that the viewer has to care to get them. That was one thing I unfortunately didn't do much in this movie. I did not care. It could have been developed better through realistic relaxed scenes around the station or with the sheriff's son, maybe a flashback of their life before the divorce. Maybe he's just a bad actor. You could have played more on the sheriff's madness over not catching the wolf, having researched them like they research what is happening in American Werewolf in London. In conclusion, from Twilight to Dog Soldiers, there exists a cache of mixed quality werewolf movies out there. This one stretches far from the silver bullet. I think we should watch the director, but to me, this film felt unfinished and therefore ineffective. Watch it though, like I always say and tell me what you think in the comments. Let's make this a dialogue. I give this film a 6.5 out of 10, which is not too bad for an independent horror. Thank you for listening to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe always for free at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, have a great day.